Hello, revolutionaries. This is Erica Jones, and I just wanted to take a minute to introduce you to the Healing Revolution podcast. In a world where stressed, sick, and suffering are normal, rest, play, and ease are revolutionary. What do I mean by that? What I really mean is this capitalist approach to healing is hurting people. And I've been in the healing industry for 24 years now, and it's not working. It's not working for the providers. It's not working for the clients, and it's time for a change. And before we really dive in, I want to bring you up to speed on some of my definitions that I use for healing. Now, to heal is not... Someone's out there to fix you, to solve your problem, to make a pain or a wound or an issue go away. To heal, in my mind, is to be restored or made whole. Now, some of us have struggled with health issues for years, decades, our whole lives, and we don't necessarily even know what wholeness means. But when we think about wholeness, It's coming back to the way your most vital, well state of being can be in this moment. And what it looks like to be whole and well changes. It changes through the seasons. It changes through your lifetime. But how can you reclaim a sense of wholeness and well-being now in your life today? in your path going forward. So that's what we're talking about when we're talking about healing. We're not talking about X problem, Y solution. We're talking about the big picture of well-being and vitality and activity and living as best you can under the circumstances that you're in right now. And for that, everybody's different. I also want to talk about the idea of who is a healer, because I feel like this word is overused and it can have a really negative connotation. And I have had a lot of resistance personally to claiming the word healer because my job is not to fix you. My job is not to fix your problem. So I see a healer as a person who is engaged in and and embracing their own healing journey. A healer is someone who has done their own healing work in their lifetime and is still actively engaged, investing their time, their energy, their resources into healing themselves. And they're connecting in community around their own healing journey. So a healer, in my mind, is someone who is doing their work for themselves first They're engaging in community. They're giving and receiving. They're receiving support on their own healing journey. And they are creating safe spaces for others to pursue their own healing journey. Now, notice I did not say that the healer is someone who's going to fix someone else's problem. They're not the expert. They're not someone who has all the answers. They may have great ideas and tools and practices to support your healing journey, but they are not directing or fixing 
or dictating what it will take for you to heal. They are people who have maybe more time, maybe more experience, maybe more depth in their journey in specific aspects where they've come to a place of healing for themselves. They're still engaged in growth and healing over their life, in their life, and they're deliberately holding space for others to heal. That might be groups, that might be circles, that might be communities, that might be individual services. It could be a really specific coach or nervous system support guide, trauma-informed practitioner, holistic practitioner, naturopath, chiropractor, massage therapist. There are so many modalities out there that can help facilitate healing if that's what you need. But the practitioner is someone who is doing their own work and then is facilitating and guiding healing experiences for others. Now, what I find with a lot of my clients is they're professionally in a different arena. They have a job, but they still are on their own healing path. They're on their own healing journey. They're doing their own work and they are a healing presence in their community. These are people who they're inviting their friends in to yoga or dance or healing experiences. They're helping curate and guide. They are connecting and supporting. They might be the person that their friends call when they're going through a divorce when they've experienced grief and loss. So you don't have to be working as a healer to create a healing presence in your community. But the unifying factor in all of this is to spark and help support healing in others. We have to do our own work. Now, there are a lot of practitioners who have learned a tool, have learned a therapy, have learned a modality, they have a skill to provide, they might work, make money doing this thing, but if they are not continually on their own journey of growth and healing and evolution, then they might not really be able to hold space for their client's experience. They might not be able to hold a safe container for people to go deep in their own healing if they are not also doing the same. We can see, we can feel, we can recognize the energy that exists when someone is authentically understanding what we're going through and can relate and support us in our process and someone who's just doing lip service to make a buck. Now, our healing industry, our wellness industry is so commercialized. Our entire medical industry is so commercialized that we are marketed to constantly modalities, therapies, practices, things, beautiful clothes, crystals, journals, all the things that we need to heal. Now, I offer healing services. I guide clients in their deep healing process. And it can be potent and wonderfully supportive and transformational. However, 
what I see is the things that have the most impact in changing the trajectory of your life, of your healing journey, of your striving towards your goals, whatever it is you're looking to transform. It's the little things you do every day that matter more, I would argue, than the five-day Costa Rica wellness retreat or the two-hour service once a month. These things are incredibly supportive and can be, but the 10 minutes of meditation every day, the five or 10 minutes of breath work, the journaling practice, the mindfulness, the simple, not sexy, usually free things that you do every day, those are the things that are going to change the trajectory of your life. And the revolution in my mind is how do we reclaim our sense of worthiness in our journey, our our attention, orienting our attention into ourselves, into our own inner landscape, our own well-being, putting ourselves first in our days so that we are taking care of ourselves and then allowing our overflow, the abundance that we're feeling because we're nourishing ourselves deeply, allowing that to overflow into our lives versus giving of ourselves until we're depleted. This is where we're starting. This is where I'm starting to talk about the healing revolution, the idea of reclaiming, of returning to our sense of well-being, our sense of wholeness, our sense of worthiness, and allowing our inner wisdom to guide our journey, not anchoring and allowing our path to be directed by some expert who's trying to sell you something. Now, I am excited for this journey. I'm excited for the way that this is evolving. I am excited to see what comes. And I can't wait to hear where you think you want to see a change in what healing looks like for you, for your community, for your clients. If you're a healer, I'd love to hear from you. Have a beautiful day and take exceptional care of yourself.